and welcome to What Society Needs to Know. I am your host, Brooklyn Jones, and today's episode is surrounding the topic of child discipline. Before continuing on, I caution, if child abuse is a sensitive topic for you, I advise you to refrain from listening. The content of this podcast may be unsettling for you. We will be discussing child abuse and its effects on children, being a good disciplinarian, and effective methods of discipline. Discipline is very important, but can be taken to the extreme, often resulting in child abuse. Determining what is child abuse can be difficult in some instances. So let's look at this in legal terms. When convicting someone of child abuse, there are certain factors which must be taken into consideration, such as A, the person involved, what their relationship was with the kid, whether they were a parent, a grandparent, or legal guardian, B, the age, sex, and physical and mental health of the child, C, the nature of the child's offense, D, the child's apparent motive, and many more. Although there is no specific rules or laws saying what is or isn't child abuse, it doesn't take a genius to figure out what is reasonable discipline used to control a child and what is child abuse. You can often tell by how the child acts. Child abuse has many, many effects, which we will discuss, but first you must understand how specifically it affects the brain. Knowing that will help you have a deeper understanding on the child's reaction. George Cardis, a very knowledgeable man, was on a mission to ban the use of corporal punishment. Corporal punishment is when a parent or guardian attempts to stop any unwanted behavior by causing a child to feel physical discomfort or pain. Cardis found the same area of the brain which is affected by severe physical and sexual abuse is also affected by corporal punishment. This area is the lowest level of the prefrontal cortex. Barbara Unwell explains in the article the impact of spanking on the child's brain that when the lowest level of the prefrontal cortex is activated, the child's concern is not to do what is right, but instead to avoid the punishment. Now, if the parent went about the situation in a different, less violent way, the child's upper level of the prefrontal cortex would activate, focusing on following the rules and making the right choices. This would create a more genuine reaction from the child. Some of the long-term effects of corporal punishment could be decreased moral internalization, increased antisocial behavior, decreased adult and child mental health, increased child and adult aggression, increased drug and alcohol abuse, along with many others. Child abuse can be prevented if you work to become a better disciplinarian. This can be a challenge, though. Parents often search for the most politically correct way to discipline their children. They search the internet looking for anything that can tell them what is right and what is wrong. They fail to find any answers, though, because of the substantial amounts of information floating around. 
In the end, parents only end up second-guessing themselves instead of going with their gut. Because of this, the punishments can be irregular and unfair. This can lead to many problems, along with confused children only setting you back from your main goal. With me now is the father of three lovely daughters, Stephen Jones. He will be retaining questions about his style of discipline. How would you describe your method of discipline? I would say I used a combination of positive reinforcement, uh, corner time, and at rare instances, spanking to enforce discipline. Do you feel like that it, that is effective? At times, yes, but at some times, kids can become totally out of control, and I don't know that my methods were effective in those situations. Do you suggest your methods to other parents? I think it's a good place to start, but I'm sure there's much improvement that could be done on my methods. Do you think you have been a good disciplinarian? Uh, I think I would say I have been an average disciplinarian. I'm sure some are a lot better, and I'm sure there are some who are worse, especially those that uh, don't use any discipline in their parenting. Was there any time you felt like you were struggling to control your children? Uh, certainly, and at, and at times you have to wonder if you're controlling yourself enough because you become so frustrated and it's, it's easy to lash out physically when you just need to remind your children that you love them more than anything else. Is there any other additional information which could be used for tips? Uh, I would say read the help books and ask other parents, especially those that uh, have raised multiple children of their own. Thank you, Steve, for joining me today. You're welcome. As you can now see, being a disciplinarian isn't easy, but there are things you can do to help become a better parent. Megan Stonelake talks about what you can do to achieve this in the article, Seven Strategies for Positive Discipline. The first step Megan talks about is creating a strong connection with your child. Second, providing empathic reactions. Third, containing the child's violent actions and making safe boundaries. Fourth, redirecting them instead of saying no. Fifth, being consistent when enforcing rules. Sixth, regulating yourself so you can talk to the child with calm intentions. And finally, relinquishing control whenever possible. All of these steps are very important to work on and will make discipline easier. But having a strong, consistent method of discipline is equally as important. The iceberg method is one that could have great outcomes. In order for this method to work, you as a parent must not make any immediate actions after your child misbehaves. Instead, you must imagine an iceberg. The behavior you saw was only the top of the iceberg. The submerged portion of the iceberg is what is fueling the fire. It is the underlying problem which you must figure out in a peaceful manner. You can then solve the problem instead of pushing it away and watching it resurface.
As I wrap this episode up, remember, being a good disciplinarian is a hard job, but if you take time to work on the things I presented today, you and your children will be happier in the long run. Thank you for listening to What Society Needs to Know. Subscribe and stay tuned for next week's episode, Common Sense vs. Booksmart.